The Convention Collective at Baltimore Comic Con 2023. In conversation with Frank Cho. Hi, this is Dan with The Convention Collective here at Baltimore Comic Con 2023 with Frank Cho. Kind of talking about his new Kickstarter as well, some uh, general questions about his career. So, Frank, you're about to launch a Kickstarter campaign to bring a bigger deluxe director's cut edition of Fight Girls to the fans. How important has Kickstarter been as a means of helping projects like this see the light of day? Uh, the Kickstarter campaign uh, has been a very interesting one, and actually it's been a very uh, interesting and very lucrative one for me. The, uh, the, the Kickstarter, uh, uh, Fight Girls Kickstarter campaign just launched yesterday at, at noon, and we've already met our goal. So right nice. Now, yeah. Everything right now is gravy. Uh, so it's been absolutely fantastic, and it is one of the, the newer method of comic distribution. So uh, it's very early in the game, so I'm not sure how much of a game changer it's going to be, but it's definitely a whole new territory and a very exciting avenue that we're, uh, we're on right now. Well, congrats for already hitting your goal after day one. <laughs> and now, when you write and draw a series like Fight Girls, um, is it often that there are several um, pages or panels that are left on the cutting room floor? Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, the reason for this uh, Fight Girl uh, Kickstarter is, 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 uh, to be, uh, is to put out a director's cut, so to speak. Um, the the last chapter uh, I had to cut like eight pages from it uh, because of the uh, the page allotment the way it turned out it was, it was a long story but <laughs> I had to fit the last chapter in twenty pages and I'm not a very tight writer I just like write organically okay and then when I finish writing it turns out to be like twenty eight pages <laughs> so I have to chop eight pages or you know condense it into uh, twenty pages. So with this Kickstarter, it's allowing me to go back to my original uh, script and tell the full 28-page ending. Nice. Uh, without any uh, uh, editorial uh, restrictions or page restrictions. Now, aside from this, are there any other books or series that you consider giving the director's cut treatment to? Besides this book? Correct. Uh, I mean, like, I try not to do director's cut <laughs> because, you know... <laughs> going over uh, old work, um, and, and that that that's a slippery slope. The next thing you know, you're like redrawing all your old stuff. You know, um, uh, no, I mean like I, no, actually I take that back because I did Skyborne for uh, Boom Studios, and there are a few parts of it that I kind of want to redo. Okay. So yeah, I guess director's cut is. <laughs> It's uh, it's a possibility uh, in, in the future, a norm in the future. <laughs> and while we're on the subject about Fight Girls, um, we believe that Fight Girls was the most recent book you, that you created, written, and drawn. Can you tell us what's coming down the pipe for you, as far as anything else that you might be working on? There are there are like a couple of projects that I'm working on right now, which I am not allowed to talk about. Okay. The NDA. Yeah. <laughs> God, so you have to wait till the publishers announce them, and then you can then you can tweet to your heart's delight about them. <laughs> now, you've drawn some amazing covers of some of the most beloved superheroes and villains over the years. Do you have a favorite that you love to draw? Yes, uh, 
I'm a big horror guy. One of my favorite characters I love drawing is uh, Swamp Thing. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and at Marvel, I really enjoy drawing Venom. I don't know why. I, I just love drawing monsters. And thank you. And um, so um, I guess my favorite female character draws a uh, Harlequin. Okay. Is, uh, uh, she just it's her uh, that character is perfect for my uh, sensibility and sense of humor. Yes, and I've seen some of the sketch covers you've done, and they just crack me up every time. <laughs> now on the sense on the topic of horror. Um, our main reviewer who came up with some of these questions for us, he, he basically says, you released a one-shot horror comic, Zombie King, back in 2005, and he thinks it was an awesome read. There was speculation on and off that you might get back to it in the future. Is this still on the table? Uh, never say never. Uh, <laughs> uh, right now, it is something that I'm at. You know, I, I, right now, I have about like six or eight stories that I've written over the years and it's just sitting in the in my file. Okay. And, uh, and Zombie King is one of them. And uh, But I eventually I want to go and uh, finish all the other, draw the other <laughs> stories first. But uh, I, even though I'm a big horror fan, I, I think the whole zombie genre is a little bit kind of uh, played out. So Yeah. So it's in the queue, but who knows when kind of thing. Exactly. Yep. Now, you've always had a somewhat divisive style to your art. Living in the world as we know in 2023, has this caused you to change your style at all? And do you think other artists have also had to approach things from a different perspective? Uh, what do you mean? Um, based um, with, with the, the way the um, politically correct is nowadays, uh, that kind of style. Yeah. Have you had to change your style at all to be more PC, being that it's kind of a div- some of your stuff is more divisive? No. I mean, like, uh, I, I hate censorship. And uh, I've, uh, I've always stay, stay true to myself, and uh, and I I have no I, I'm not changing my style to okay. suit some uh, political groups. Uh, <laughs> the art is actually very funny. It's a funny thing. When I first started out back in '97, uh, the conservative uh, group were uh, were highly critical of my stuff. Right. I, mean, I had. I actually got a, a complaint letter from a priest, uh, and the moral majority, uh, they're basically saying that my women, I'm, I'm objectifying women, and my, my, my depiction of women are just too sexy for the general public and all that, and and so I was like bombarded by the, uh, by the, by the conservative critics, and then 15 years later... <laughs> That it completely switched. Now instead of getting attacked by the far right, I'm being attacked by the far left for me doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. And they're attacking me for the exact same reason. So it's actually fascinating, you know. How the political aspect has changed over the last twenty years. So, yeah. so now it's the it's the ultra left that are uh, criticizing me, saying that you know I'm objectifying women, I'm drawing women shouldn't be uh, uh, too sexy, you know. <laughs> It's, it's, it's actually really weird. So I'm gonna just keep doing what I know best, and then another ten years from now, for sure, that that pendulum is gonna swing back to the <laughs> other side, where I'm gonna be attacked by the by the conservatives again. You know? Yep. So, but just keep doing what you're doing, and exactly. yeah. Now let's talk about you as an artist. Who or what or who influenced your art style? Uh, so I mean, I, there's so many. I mean, like, my art style is, is, is just 
yeah, I guess, top of my head, I mean, um, uh, I guess, John Basema, um, Al Williamson, Frank Frazetta, um, I see a little bit of Garcia Lopez, um, uh, Jeff Darrell, uh, Franklin Booth, uh, the list is just endless. So quite a wide variety of right, styles right. and, well, so, yeah. Well, so that's the thing, so I don't look at other comic art to, uh, you know, to, to mimic their style. I actually got my... I actually get a lot of inspiration, most of my inspiration from outside of comics, okay. from the fine art world. Uh, so, I mean, I look at a lot of classical um, artists, you know, painters especially, like uh, John Singer Sargent, you know, uh, uh, Waterhouse, uh, Bulgaro, and, uh, you know, all these other people, you know, including Norman Rockwell and N.C. Uh, Wise and stuff like that. So quite a wide variety of just com right. comic as well as traditional art. Right, exactly. Now, if you could get an art piece from any artist, who would it be and why? I mean, I, like I said, I'm a huge fan of uh, um, uh, Al Williamson, so uh, I would. I actually got several Al Williamson uh, original art. Um, I got a couple of uh, uh, Frank Rosetta sketches, you know. Nice. Not, not painting. Okay, uh, yeah. I get a painting, but... Uh, yeah, but... <laughs> um, uh, I would like to take out uh, Bernie Rice and stuff since I'm a big Swamp Thing fan. That would be awesome. Uh, and then, yeah. And so <laughs> here, here's the thing. So I grew up reading comics from 1983 to 1990. Okay. So that period uh, is the is the period that I would like to get uh, art art from. But uh, there are a lot of like big art collectors uh, who pretty much stripped that uh, era clean. Yeah. So I can't find anything you know, <laughs> yep. from that era from the now, how do you decide the art was it your calling? Well, I've always drew as a kid, and I always knew that I was, you know, I always wanted to be an artist. Yeah, so. so. Cool. And do you have any last words for our listeners? Stay, be cool, stay in school. <laughs> cool. And where can people find you online? Uh, Frank Cho Artist, uh, uh, Instagram. Perfect. Cool. Thank you for your time, Frank. Thank you. Thank you.